Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Happy 5th of July. The 5th. Yeah. Not the 4th. Not the f- not the 4th. But not- we're recording on the 3rd. Yeah. The holiday you're giving fears with our week. We're, we're giving, giving it away. You're giving away all our secrets. Well, we never record. We hardly ever record the day of. Fair. They Except fair. that emergency Except we had last week. Last week. Yes. <laughs> um, our friend of the podcast, Matt, uh, texted me and was like, I'm taking the rest of the week off. And so in my brain, it's Friday. And so I've been refreshing my podcast feed and being like, where are you at, girls? And I was like, no, it's Tuesday. Oh, Slow your roll. Yeah. But I appreciated that. Yeah. Nonetheless. Um, appreciate what, that someone's that eager. Yeah. You know? Always. What are you fangirling over? Uh, a couple things. Right before... I entered this room to record. Mm-hmm. I saw first look photos of Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter filming the new Bill and Ted, and I'm very excited about it. Keanu, Even if it's bad, it's going to be fun. Keanu's having a time. It's his renaissance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Resurge. It's, he's basically having a Jeff Goldblum like five years ago. Absolutely. Um, I'm also fangirling over this season of Big Little Lies, but not really the show more so a couple characters mm. Meryl Streep and Laura Dern are just bringing it and Laura just... Dern's character is like made for gifts oh yeah it's good you also just like have a love affair with Zoe Kravitz for obvious yeah. reasons yeah the fact that I like don't look like her makes me wish I were dead <laughs> I don't want to be dramatic but but come on I mean she's so cool it's like she just got married yeah surprise married that's cool love that I don't, I don't think it's surprise. No, I feel like it like, you know, there wasn't the fanfare like the Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner situation. Two weddings. It was like, oh, also I got married. Because yeah. she's cool. She's low oh, key. She's so cool. Low key playing it. What um, are you fangirling over? What am I fangirling over? So as mentioned, we went to this Troop Beverly Hills screening. Yes. Um, which was a delight. Frose was there. Frose <laughs> was there. We ate s'mores. Friend, yes. Friend of a friend sat in a s'more, which was a real tragedy. They gave it stickers. I have one that says, I love camp. Mm-hmm. It was great. But we go to this lady club. It's called The Wing. And it's a private club. I felt fancy. Did you yeah. feel fancy? Yeah, I felt really fancy. Everything was velvet, which I was very into. Mm-hmm. But so we walk in, and it's this beautiful club. And there's kind of like a, a half platform that's raised where it's a co-working space, a lot of cool bench benches to work at, etc. There is a giant photograph how big would you say that photo was um it was like poster size yeah like, but like right yeah horizontal yeah and it's of these four teenage girls like looking kind of cool but they're like clearly like 13 whatever and like awkward still you see the insecurity yes you can see it a mile away it is the largest piece of art in this building mm-hmm. and i just stop laugh to myself and say, oh, I went to high school with those girls. And you guys were all like, what? And I was just like, Because I was like, boom, that boom, photo boom. is like it's infamous iconic. on Tumblr and it's in like a photography book. I was just looking at what yeah. are you talking about? Nope. So when I was in ninth grade. Your the movie high school. My movie high school. Not even, this is my movie middle school. Uh, the New York Times photographer came to my high school for a, an article called Being 13. They, this photo was captured. This photo, she claims the photographer, is her best photo ever. It's pretty great. It spawned a project from her called Girl Culture. Mm-hmm. That's a book. That's which the, is book, the book. Right? Yeah. Yes. And everyone was just, like, not believing me until I'm just starting, like, looking up these girls online. And you were, online. like, telling us where they are now. Yeah, I was like, oh, Allie Deckis is a Rodan and Fields, like, you know, consultant. That makes sense. And so I'm just, like, pulling up all of these girls. And I just... 
I am constantly reminded about my movie high school that I didn't know about at the time. I even had a weird conversation. I was interviewing someone the other day, and he was mentioning how much he loved Survivor. Mm-hmm. And then just offhandedly, I'm like, oh, yeah, my my high school senior party was Survivor-themed with a working volcano, and we had a castaway. And then I just thought to myself— Shut up. Like, yeah, no one don't that's brag. Don't, I'm not even bragging. Like, <laughs> that's just fact. That's so bizarre. And in my brain, it's not bizarre, but it yeah, is. It's very bizarre. So I just, I'm reminded once again of my 20 years ago movie high school that I grew up in. Yeah. That's it's, it. a, it's a great photo, though. It's a great we'll post it. photo. Oh, yeah, we should yeah, post, we'll it. post it. Oh, that'll get some weird reactions from people that I went to high school with <laughs> who follow us on Instagram. Nonetheless. All right, we cannot stop talking about Brat Packers. Yeah. We wanted to do a bonus episode Mm -hmm. because this person has had an interesting career. Very interesting. Especially, spoiler, Saturday Night Live, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, we'll get to it. So we're talking about Anthony Michael Hall. Now, huge shock. (laughs) Anthony Michael Hall's name is... Michael, Michael Anthony, Anthony Hall. Hall. <laughs> and I was like, wow, well, it was worth it. This episode was worth it just, just for, that. for that fact. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, had no idea. There was a Michael Hall who was already a SAG actor when he got started, and he just, just switched, switched him. him. And it works better. Way better. Yeah. Way, way Would better. Would you, Michael Anthony Hall, Anthony Michael Hall, both not easy to say. No, neither. Not great. The, a really like a, a big trend in the 80s was. Three named people. Like a I lot of love people. a three named person. Yeah. You know, you think Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Mark Paul Gosler, Brian Austin Melissa Green. Melissa Joan Hart. I, I mean, we could just go on. Maybe that should have been a series. Three <gasps> named people. Um, and just, he, Michael? Sure. Great. I don't yeah. know. But he was born on Easter Sunday, mm. April 14th, 1968, in Boston, Massachusetts. Well, outside of it. Technically, West Roxbury. Okay. In Massachusetts. Okay. Um, he is the only child of blues jazz singer Mercedes Hall. She divorced um, his dad, got married, they moved to the West Coast, moved back to the East Coast. Because I thought, oh, this is the common tale. Yes. Where they get remarried, move to the West Coast, your career starts. Mm-hmm. But no, they ended up in New York, and that's where he spent most of his childhood. Okay, gotcha. So he was, you know, started acting at a young age. Yeah, and he has a half-sister from his mom's second marriage. They will come up later. Um, But he starts acting at age eight. Um, His mom was his manager, but then actually his stepdad becomes his manager because he was a manager. Yeah, that's what he does. He knows what he's doing. Just give it to him sooner. Step aside, momager. (laughs) Um, His stage debut was in 1977, so he's just a little little one, um, in Steve Allen's semi-autobiographical play, The Wake. And no one has anyone else had a stage debut? Like that was their a first Packer? thing? No. Not not anyone that we've covered. A lot of TV movie people. Not, not a lot of plays. Yeah, a lot of TV movie starts. Um, but also he got his start doing some commercials. He was a honeycombs kid. That makes Love a lot of sense. That. Love a honeycomb. Do you wish you were a serial kid? Like a commercial? Do you L- wish like 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 you could bust that out at parties? Like Oh yeah. Do you guys know I did this Fruit Loops commercial when I was Five. Yeah. If I have anything to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a has-been, I would use that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. I got nothing. Okay. And by the late 70s, he did get some TV work. 
doing like ABC weekend specials, CBS library, just random episodes. Mm-hmm. Then he did something called Rascals and Robbers, Ooh. The Secret Adventures of Tom and Huck, TV movie. So right, now, we're right. getting now we're getting into, into the, the career path. Mm-hmm. And then Six Pack, which is where his career started to really like take off. Kenny Rogers is in this movie. Okay. Diane Lane is in this movie. Interesting. So that's 1982, another TV movie. 1983, we get Vacation. It's crazy to me that this is his first big thing. Yeah. Right? So he's the OG Rusty. He's the original Rusty. Yes. He was actually supposed to be the younger brother, but he had a growth spurt. Love it. So it had to be the older brother. Um, And this is the movie that caught John Hughes' attention because obviously Lampoon, he's like, he screenwriter wrote it this is right before he directs movies right so they like had a bonding experience this movie made 61 million dollars again 1983 money i'm sure they made it for nothing and i'm sure all they made it for was to pay chevy chase and beverly d'angelo yeah like i'm pretty sure also i'm sure all of it went to chevy chase every time i think about beverly d'angelo i think about when we went on our our (laughs) charles manson tour and she lives in mama cass's old house and she thinks that the tour buses are coming to see her. <laughs> but the van says death tour. Yeah, I'm like, She is very much alive. Beverly, you're alive. No, but I really love... That was one of my favorite parts Me of too. the entire tour. Mm-hmm. Um, also, during this movie, kind of a shit show. Makes sense. Like, a lot of heat problems in the mm-hmm. car. Um, Anthony Michael Hall actually had heat stroke and went to the hospital. Oh, God. And, like, everyone got motion sickness from doing all these coaster shots over and over. Sounds like a rough movie. <laughs> yeah. Your first movie, you're going to the hospital. Yeah. You're like, is this what I want to do with my life? Um, and we'll actually talk a little bit about, like, why he doesn't play Rusty yeah. again later. But so 83, vacation. 84, 16 candles. So, like, these are heavy hitters right off the bat. Right off the bat. Like, just icons. Yeah. It doesn't really, like, grow. It's just, like, peak. Yes. Yeah. I'm starting at the top. Yes. Um plays a geek, Farmer Ted, and I guess, like, he didn't want to play him. You know, and he's 15 at the time. Like, yeah. he's actually playing his age. He didn't want to— He's the youngest one. Yes. He didn't want to play him with, like, the pocket protector and, like, the glasses and the nerd. He's just kind of, like, awkward and authentic. You know, I was thinking about this. I made a note because his character is very talkative mm-hmm. and weirdly confident. Yes. And it reminds me a lot of Brian Austin Green as David Silver, Ooh. his freshman year of high school. Yeah. Like with Scott. And I wonder, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if those actors had to watch this movie for inspiration or something. Maybe. There's a lot of that personality in there. Three named kids. Yeah. Also, during this time, we need to mention. We mentioned it in Molly Ringwald's episode, but they he and Molly Ringwald actually dated. Right. They didn't like each other at first. They yeah. bonded at a record store. Then they dated briefly. I was reading a, a article about the Brat Pack, and these two in particular, because they're actually like five years younger than all the rest of the Brat Packers, mm-hmm. they don't really, Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall, don't really like hang out with the rest of the Brat no. Pack, and they tend to hang out a lot with each other, um, well, I mean, which makes a lot of sense. you can't go to the clubs, probably. I mean, maybe you can. as easily. I mean, Drew Barrymore <laughs> was there. Yeah, I was okay, like, it could happen. Whatever. Um, so he then, from 16 Candles, doesn't have to, to audition or anything. John Hughes is just like, hey, you want to be in my He's next movie? He's basically... John Hughes number one. I think mm-hmm. everyone believes it's Molly Ringwald, but it's really Anthony Michael Hall. He was the first to be cast. He asked, John Hughes asked both of them, and he agreed 
first and like signed on. So he was like the first person in the cast for The Breakfast Club. Um, He plays Brian Johnson and it's revealed during the movie that the reason he is in detention is because he brings a gun to school. It's a flare gun, which they all end up making fun of him for. But he is suicidal because he mm-hmm. he got a bad grade in shop class, essentially. And um, fun little fact, the beginning scene where he gets dropped off for school by his mm-hmm. mom and his sister, that is his real mom and sister. Love that. That's Mercedes. Um, and I was looking at stills of it, and I was like, oh, yeah, Mercedes wanted to be a star. And it didn't one happen. One of those moms. Yeah, okay. one of those moms. But she's wearing a jacket that my mother, like, straight up had. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this is very accurate to 1985. <laughs> um, so in, I think the most famous part, or at least for me, is that he does the voiceover at the end. He's writing the essay and kind of he's labeling them, you know, like who they are and, like, you don't know us at all, whatever. And it's, you know, it's two minutes of voiceover that kind of... Um, closes up the right. movie nicely. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess. And a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. I've always liked him. He's the only one, though, that doesn't get to, like, make out with anyone. Yeah, it's true. Um, He doesn't really win. Um, I also learned that Rick Moranis was supposed to play the janitor, but left Why? for creative differences. And what? I was like, yeah, he wanted to play him as a very stereotypical Russian. What? I don't know. Very Second City. Very strange. SCTV choices. Yes. And and Johnny Hughes was like, no. Just be yourself. (laughs) Get out of here, Rick Moranis. And Uh, that's what happened. I miss him. Rick Moranis? Yeah. He quit acting to take care of his children. Did you know that? No. His wife passed away, and then he took care of his children. Honey, I... Very sad. Don't tell... Or, uh... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Classic. Little Shop of Horrors. Classic. Okay. Same year. 1985, Weird Science. I love Weird Science. I love this movie so much. So this is a movie. So much. This is a movie for some reason one of my grandmas had on VHS. Why? Clearly I liked having sleepovers at one of my grandma's houses over the other. Yes. Because one let me watch whatever movies I wanted. Yeah. The other, no. No. Just no. It had to be like (laughs) G-rated. Which Weird Science is Which I was watching Wayne's World, so... I was watching Wayne's World and Weird Science. Yeah. This wasn't working for me. Right. Anyways, I love Weird Science. Fun fact, Demi Moore and Robin Wright auditioned to be Lisa. Could you imagine no. the Brat Pack crossover, though, if we had yeah. Demi Moore? Uh. But, like, it's Kelly LeBrock. It is Kelly LeBrock. Like, uh. And they're still friends. Anthony Michael Hall and Kelly LeBrock are, which I love. I would love a plot twist of, like, they fall in love in the next couple years and get together. Kelly LeBrock was on Celebrity Fit Club because she gained some weight. She's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ugh. This movie, again, though, do you think at this point Anthony Michael Hall is like, all right, I can't be the nerd anymore. And, like, he's not even that nerdy. 
Robert Downey Jr. is such a dick in this movie. Yeah. He's, maybe he agreed to this movie because, this, okay, this is the third John Hughes movie he's done. Mm-hmm. He is still a nerd, but he gets to be kind of the cool guy yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why this maybe. movie was okay for him. That drunk know. scene. But he actually, uh, I, the drunk scene <laughs> makes me cringe. It's so awkward. It's like it's offensive just yeah. in the way he's speaking. Man, you know, now here's the camper. You know what the bitch did to me? Check uh, this shit out. Listen to what she did to me. She need you in the nuts and called him faggot in front of everybody. No, she did what? Bitch, need your nuts? Bitch, need my nuts, bitch. I'm not playing with y'all. In the family jewels? In the family jewels, man. Worst pain there is. Broke my heart in two. You broke more than your heart. You can forget that other one. Mm-hmm. But I still love the movie. Yeah. Okay, so he passed on European vacation to do this movie. The right choice. Right choice. I believe. But this is why every vacation has different children. Which, in the grand scheme of things, is so much funnier. Yes. Like, so basically Anthony Michael Hall's decision to pass made those movies funnier because you have different sets of kids. I don't know. I think that's so funny. Yeah, (laughs) and you get Juliette Lewis in Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Johnny or, uh, Johnny Galecki is in Christmas Vacation, oh too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki, all of his fame and fortune, is to be faked to Anthony Michael Hall. That's the summary right here. I'm like, what about Roseanne? Are we just going to Roseanne skip? to Big Bang Theory? Like, okay. Johnny Galecki, be working. Oh, he has so much money. Okay. <laughs> a fun, so much money. A fun fact I read... Hopefully it's true because it came from IMDb, so always questionable source. Mm-hmm. So supposedly the scene where the rocket comes through the floor was a super complicated shot to set up. Right before the cameras rolled, Anthony Michael Hall farted. <laughs> Break, it broke everyone's concentration and ruined the take. Hilarious. And that scene cost $100,000 to shoot. Great. And he fucked it all up with a with fart. A fart. I mean... That's the information we need. Those yeah. are the fun factoids we need. Yeah. And because it was ruined, it had to be filmed in reverse with tweaks in post-production. <laughs> the farts that ruined my everything. My favorite thing. Yeah. That movie, the dolls, like just, mm, it's perfect. And again, a movie. It's perfect and terrible. Yeah. It's perfectly imperfect. Oh, yeah. Like the party scene and like those like gargoyle-like monsters on bikes come in. Yeah, and then like the, even just the notion of making a perfect woman. Yeah. Flawed. <laughs> Bill Paxton as the brother in that movie is a perfect character. Yeah. Lot, lot of flaws, but great. It's great. So in all three of these John Hughes movies, his character reveals that he's a virgin mm-hmm. in all three. Poor guy. <laughs> Other than Anthony Michael Hall, John Capellos appears in all three movies, mm-hmm. just small roles. Replaced Rick Moranis as yes. the janitor. And he was just a nerd in all of them. Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. Yeah. You, it's kind of a tragedy, like very much typecast. And you can kind of tell with his next move that he was just like maybe over it. Yeah. Next move. Saturday Night Live. So this is the mid-80s. Tough times. Unfortunately, I don't remember a ton. I read this huge SNL book that's like 500 pages. Mm-hmm. It's, about, it's the oral history of SNL. I do know the mid-80s were not a hot time for the show. No. 
it could have been canceled. They tried to save it by bringing some, like, young people in. So they brought Anthony Michael Hall. Why? Robert Downey Jr. Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. Okay. Fine. Nora Dunn. John Lovitz. Yeah. Dennis Miller. Randy Quaid. Um, Damon Wayans was a featuring Al player. Franken. Al Franken. It was just an awkward time. It's a real hodgepodge of people. Yeah. I get you're trying to, like, attract the youth with yeah. some big stars. But what SNL is great at is creating stars. Yeah. Not bringing them in. Yeah, not bringing them in as a regular cast member. And he's 17 at this point. Youngest cast member in history, yes? Yeah, still to this day. Unbelievable. So even though he probably wasn't great on it, he can say that. He mm-hmm. can say, I've been on SNL and I'm still the youngest cast member yeah. to have ever been on SNL. He's part of history. Yeah. He only lasted a year. Mm-hmm. They so let a lot of people go. Most of them, Cusack, Danny Jr., Sweeney, Hall, and Quaid were all fired after that year. Mm-hmm. And then, like, by then you're starting to get the Chris Farley's and the Adam Sandler's, and then it had its comeback. Yeah, who were who were unknown. So maybe we needed this downtime. Maybe we should be thanking Again, Anthony Michael Hall. So many people have Anthony Michael Hall to thank for their success. Mm-hmm. Is what the message of this episode <laughs> is, I guess. Um, unfortunately, though, during this time, it seems like Anthony Michael Hall is having some personal woes. Starts drinking a lot. Yes, like I've read that he was drinking like a quart of vodka a day. Ooh. Yikes. Just vodka straight? I hope not, but also, like, that's a lot of sugar if you're mixing it with stuff, so I don't know. Um, But he's done being a nerd at this point. Yeah. SNL is over. He chooses a movie called Out of Bounds. To do this movie, he turned down both Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller. He was going to be ducky. He could have been the John Hughes Brat Pack king. Yeah. He was going to be Cameron in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. What? Totally different movie. I could maybe see him as Ducky, but then that's I could like, honestly see him as both. Yeah, but it, it's so similar to what he's already done. Right. I mean, I see why he passed on them. Yeah. So this was his first thriller, like action movie. Didn't do well at all. No. Not at all. Then he does Johnny Be Good, um, and he actually like does this movie after turning down Full Metal Jacket because yeah. he couldn't work through a deal. Yeah, he really wanted to do this movie. It wasn't like, I guess a lot of people say that he didn't get along with Stanley Kubrick or something. Yeah. But it was just dumb stuff. And in Johnny B. Good, he plays a football player. And that was people. That also doesn't work. People were this like, was a no. critical failure. Yeah, Robert Johnny Jr. in it, though, Uma Thurman. But people were just like not believing him as this football player after years of being a nerd. And so now we're just at a little bit yeah. of an impasse just drinking that vodka. Yeah, drinking problem. But sobers up by 1990. Mm-hmm. He gets his act together. I really couldn't find many people that he's dated, especially I in the 80s. It's very confusing. He, like, maybe is married. Unclear now. And maybe, the, like, the nerd characters kind of hurt him mm-hmm. in his dating life. I don't know. Unfairly. Um, so he, he gets sober by 1990, and then he reemerges after two years in Edward Scissorhands. Took me years to realize that he was Anthony Michael Hall. Really? I mean, I've been watching Edward Scissorhands since I was, like, three. Yeah. But. Right. 
It took me a while. But so actually a lot of people didn't recognize him and there were steroid rumors that he had oh, like taken steroids. Because he's kind of like – He's kind of like beefy. He's different. He's he's different, but he was also 15 and 16 candles. Yeah, he's a man now. Yeah, and now he's 20, 21. Like he's just – He plays Kim's douchey boyfriend. Oh, that hair. Oh, I so, hate him so much. So douchey. Making him un- making Edward Scissorhands unlock that room. Jim. Ugh. <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. Um, from there, we go into the sun and then Tales from the Crypt. Love that. It's not working a ton. No. Then we get a movie called Six Degrees of Separation. Do you not know this? No. Oh, this was a huge freaking thing. Yes. This this kiss that didn't happen. So Anthony Michael Hall plays a gay man who teaches down and out Will Smith like how to dupe the rich. This was like a huge thing for Will Smith because this is still in the middle of of Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. And it was this whole big thing about Will Smith had agreed to do this kissing scene. It's not like they're like having sex. And at on the day of the shoot, Will Smith backs out and he claims that he called like Denzel the, Washington. Yeah, and that Denzel was like, don't do it again. Uh, but also, like, Denzel's doing what? Like, I'm just, yeah, Philadelphia. But they ended like, up what? doing like a camera trick, so they yeah. could kiss. Here's my thing. I it doesn't matter to me Will Smith's sexual orientation, but there are a lot of rumors that he is gay and oh, mm-hmm. it's connected to Scientology and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And this doesn't help that case. No. But it just like this was a huge ordeal and I remember this being in the media a lot, which I think probably ultimately elevated Anthony Michael Hall, because he's sort of part of this conversation, whether it's like a good or bad conversation, people are talking people about are talking Anthony about Michael him. Hall again. Yes. Yeah. And I think the movie is critically acclaimed. Like people this movie, Six Degrees of Separation, is what makes Will Smith like an actor past Fresh Prince. Like it's what gets him to like Wild Wild West. <laughs> it's what gets him to Wild Wild West. <laughs> Well, this, I assume, helps give Anthony Michael Hall the chance to direct. Yes. I mean, Emilio Estevez is doing it. Why not? Right. A little Showtime comedy called Hail Caesar. It's about a, like, wannabe rock star who works in a pencil eraser factory. Excuse me, what? Exactly. (laughs) This movie stars Samuel L. Jackson, Robert Downey Jr., and Judd Nelson. Do Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr., like, love each other? I think so. Probably. Fun fact, he's like a godfather to one of his sons. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this film features songs written and performed by Anthony Michael Hall. Not good. Love is never selfish. Also kind of David Silvery, now that I'm thinking about it. There's a lot of connections. There's synth? There's synth? Um, there's piano. Mm, okay. So in the 90s, he starts this band. Oh, what's it called? Uh, Hall of Mirrors is the name of this band. Great. But it's also the band in this movie, Hail Caesar, so I'm kind of confused on, like, overlap or yeah. I don't know. I just I know that he tried to perform in his spare time. Outside of this film. And you don't recommend it. And I don't recommend it. <laughs> Poor choice, Anthony yeah. Michael Hall. Not great. Not great. Um, so from here, a lot of TV. Like one episode here, 
couple episodes Murder, there. She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. Touched by an Angel. Two episodes. Do you remember Touched by an Angel? Yeah. Roma Downey. <laughs> also, he later in the 90s appears in a TV version of Chicken Soup for the Soul. And it made me wonder if he was like a born-again Christian, but I couldn't find anything about it. Him being he's born again? He's probably just taking work. Yeah. Well, I think he's probably just like working on his sobriety. So maybe he's probably just taking work. Yeah. Um, diagnosis murder. But really where he kind of gets a lot of acclaim again is in the TV movie Pirates of Silicon Valley. Now, so he stars as Bill Gates. Yes. And Noah Wiley stars as Steve Jobs. And I was like, this is such an inspired choice. When you look at Noah Wiley as Steve Jobs in the key art, I was just like, oh, like, oh, damn. Yeah. I think it's it's Emmy nominated. Is it Emmy nominated for this choice alone? I mean, maybe. Very well cast. He gets a ton of credit for it. And it Pirates of Silicon Valley is what sort of leads him to his big opportunity in the 2000s, which is The Dead Zone. Did you ever watch The Dead Zone? So I think this might be USA Network's, like, first original. It's from 02 to 07. Five seasons. It's based on a Stephen King book. Did not know. Do you know that? No. Okay. Do you know anything about it? Unfortunately, I don't read Stephen King books. I just, I felt like maybe... Unfortunately, I don't read... Unfortunately, as we've discussed, we can't read. Um, essentially, he's uh, his name is Johnny Smith or Jimmy Smith. Very boring name. But he is in a coma for six years. And when Love he this. wakes up, he can touch people and has psychic capabilities. Mm, like he okay. knows everything. That's but he, he has to touch you. Yeah. Um, like and- the Indian spirit reader I went to one time. Sure. We'll talk about it later. Exactly like that. Um, so he stars in it. He's a co-producer from 02 to 04. Then he's an executive producer. He's directing. This is like he's back. He's yeah. back. Uh, before this, though, a little cameo in Freddy Got Fingered. Mm. Also, I, I knew you were he's bring in that the up. VH1 Def Leppard story, Hysteria. <laughs> wow. What? He is a music producer. Wow. He's, I think that's a very important to note. He really, really, really wanted to have that music life. I also definitely forgot he's in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Which he's always just creeping up. He's creeping up. In the Matthew 2000s. Modine, same thing. Who he Matthew Modine, who replaces him in Full Metal Jacket, he's gets in this Christopher Nolan world, too. I was trying to figure out how. Like, I guess you just auditioned, but it was very, very um, unusual to see Anthony Michael Hall in this, like, major blockbuster yeah. movie. He's kind of low-key become this, like... Not TV star, but it's like a TV surprise. Mm-hmm. He's just a TV special guest because in the 2010s, he's in like American Dad, Community, Psych, Rosewood, Z Nation, just like all of these shows. And he was in Riverdale. He was the principal in this past season. Like he's always just popping up. Do he and Molly Ringwald have a scene together in Riverdale? Um, I don't think so because it's a it's a flashback episode if oh. I'm... If I remember correctly, where like the kids are playing their parents, essentially. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the school principal. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's he's done a good job of like surprise and delight, like mm-hmm. just a little bit of Anthony Michael Hall every once in a while, where you're like, like you know how Enrique Iglesias like every six years <laughs> puts out a a fire jam, yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, right, Enrique's the best, and then like five <laughs> years later you forget. And the next thing you know, he's got another fire jam for you. That's true. That's Anthony Michael Hall. Like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I like that guy. 
Here's what I do know, though. I don't think I like this guy. I read a lot of reports about, uh, about him. assault? Well, him, yes. He got charged with assault because he pushed his neighbor mm-hmm. in Playa Vista. Yes. But he also used to get in a lot of fights back in the day. I think he's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And my question— I can see that in his eyes. In his eyes back in the day or his eyes now? now? See, I'm wondering if that aggression stems from being typecast that, yes. and people thinking that he was this, like, weak, could-be-pushed-around person. That's interesting. And then he's like, no, I'm a dick. <laughs> That's— I don't know. I was just like the whole time I was reading all about this and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's kind of fun. He crops up here. He does the yeah. like voiceover on the 25th anniversary breakfast club thing. Like, oh, fun. And then what? You pushed someone? Like, oh, do I like you? I don't know. Supposedly, he has a literacy program called the Anthony Michael Hall Literacy Club. I can't really find much about it. There's no <laughs> official site. Okay. But he talks about it. It's in the description on his LinkedIn page, which does exist. Uh-huh. Um, and it, the program provides tutoring and literacy sessions to youth and has been highly successful with 80% of the first set of participating high school seniors going on to college. Oh. So that's great, though, if this is real. That's counterbalancing. I can't find it. My assault charge. And a random fun fact that I just have here, he reprised his role as Rusty in a 2012 Old Navy holiday commercial. See, which that Because I love a good Old Navy Gap commercial. A, a fleece, any sort of performance, performance fleece. Performance yeah. fleece. Um, I, I'm conflicted as to how to think about him because I feel like I'm getting a lot of mixed messages. I think he has a sense of humor about himself. I don't think you're reprising your role that made you sort of famous as a child unless mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can poke yeah. fun at myself or you're really down and out. And I don't think he's really down and out. Um, but then we have this assault charge in 2016. But then we have the literacy program. I don't know. I'm conflicted. He on might Anthony be married. Call. We can't confirm. He seems secretive. Yeah. Which maybe that's a good thing. Maybe. We don't need to know everything about a person. So do you think he was a back in the day babe? Maybe like a cutie. A cutie. Not a babe. I think he's a cutie in weird science for sure. Yeah. He's like, he's six What about that tall? other guy with like the height of puberty Yeah. in his voice? You just hear it. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. He's, like, screeching. He's screeching the whole movie. Yet he's, like, 17. Like, he should maybe be past it. But he is <laughs> screeching the whole movie. I really movie. like that voice. Do we think he's a, a babe now? No. He's he's gotten sort of, like, um, like, waxy looking. That's interesting. And I don't know if that's, like, intentional or if that's just how he's aged. But, again, he and Molly Ringwald are the youngest, so they're – I don't even – he just turned 50, um, and all everyone else is, you know, 55 to 60 almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I appreciate that he's just still working. Yeah. Uh, backtracking to weird science, because I was thinking about the other guy. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name right now. Do you always think it's weird at the end of the movie they end up with girls that look just like them? Yes. I mean, it also would be weird if they swapped girls and they're, like, with girls that look, look like, like each other. their best friend. <laughs> But I yeah. always thought it was so weird. Me too. That he's with the blonde. The and tall the, blonde. Yeah. And then he's the other guys with the short brunette girl. Like, uh-huh. what? Yeah. I've always Twins? Thought, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like a weird brother-sister thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been a little weird to me, too. Um, I just, I appreciate his place in this sort of group 
and story. Yes. Like probably one of my favorites within the group, I would say. Yeah. And if just, you're looking at the Brat Pack movies. Mm-hmm. And there's something about him that's very real and authentic. And it's like everyone knows someone like this, like who is either sort of nerdy or too earnest or sweet that kind of got picked on or just like the overachiever. Like, I think he does a good job of seeming like a very real teenager. Yes. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that about him. Um, And I appreciate the longevity. Anyone who just kind of like, you know, works at it for years. Doesn't his LinkedIn say like professional actor for 43 years? And I was like, whoa, that's a long time. Yeah, you could have stopped if you wanted to. It's his passion. It's his passion. That's how it works. He just wants to keep acting. Do you think we'll see him again in sort of like a major television role? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Do we think it's too late for him to carry another show? No. I feel like just his, I think it has to do with his physical presence, but he should do something more like assertive. Like, yeah, because he seems kind of scary. Like a military. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I Something. Isn't it depressing that when you say the show was on from 2002 to 2007, you realize that that was 17 years ago? Hmm. <laughs> I was just like, I don't oh. like that. I was like, that wasn't that long ago. It was. No. No, but I could see him doing something. This is not to be an insult, but like on the USA network. That, which is what? Or sci-fi. Which, yeah. Something like that. TNT. Yeah. Great. Like a long-running show. Yeah, be on it. Be on it forever. Be on for 10 years. I don't know how that even, like, associates as typecasting, but somehow that works for me. Just, like, basic cable? Yeah. You're basic cable famous. Is that bad or is that good? No, that's great. I think that's great. Oh, I'd want to be basic cable famous. Yeah. Yeah, because you're making a lot of money, but, like, people aren't up in your stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. And you do have some people that, like, are obsessed with your show. Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's fewer and farther between. Sure. But they're still paying your bills. Basic cable famous. That's the goal. Right there. Yeah, I'll An- take it. Anthony Michael Hall, living our dream. We didn't know. And <laughs> we had to do this episode to so find out. So many people have Anthony Michael Hall to to thank for their fame. Yeah, the end. The end. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to feel weird if we didn't do him or Ali Sheedy. Like, we yeah. kind of had to do one or the other because yeah. I was like, well. But Ali Sheedy's story, I think, gets a lot sadder. Um, and so I, I feel like there might be more lulls. Maybe not, though. There could be some secret work. There's some bulimia. Like Michael Hall. Yeah, oh. there's bulimia. There's sleeping pill addiction, I know. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot. Although I do know that Ali Sheedy was a bridesmaid in uh, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis's Vegas wedding. Well, that's, that is important information. There you go. That's Maybe that's all we needed on okay. Ali Sheedy. <laughs> there we go. So, guys... If you enjoyed our Back in the Day Babe series, or maybe you just enjoyed any of our episodes, mm. maybe leave us a review. We like that. We always like reading them. It's a good time. Yeah. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Even if it's not so nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll express our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, leave us a review. Send us an email. Find us on social. So until next week, bye. bye.